when it comes to individuals and us in general and people, just to let people know that accept you for you. Don't worry about the world. I just had the most inspiring conversation with Charles Marlowe. Charles is such a unique individual that can light up any room and is always in a good mood. And he talks to me about his inspiration for being in that positive mood, his wife, Anna, and the role that she's played in shaping him into the man that he is today. I think you're gonna love hearing from Charles Marlowe. Today, I'm so excited to be sitting with Charles Marlowe. Charles is one of those people that boosts everyone around him. When Charles is in the group, everyone's mood is elevated. And I hear that consistently. So Charles, tell us a bit about who you are and what you do for CNG. And then I want to get into why you are such an energy creator for our employees. You know, I've had a lot of time to really evaluate life within myself because I know I grew up rougher than most, mm -hmm. um, but I don't let it define me. You know, uh, my struggles and my story, it really doesn't even start with how I was brought up, even though um, there was a lot of not love and things like that that I didn't experience. But I think my, sto my, my story started when I was 18 and I married my junior high sweetheart. That's, that's my passion. That's my love. And, you know, through that story, we've had all of our bumps and bruises and things like that, but we grow stronger together every day. So for me, and the reason why I love on everyone the way I love on is because I deal with love every day. You know, I am love unconditionally. So, so Charles, your, what, what's your wife's name? My wife's name is Anna. Anna. So the first time you saw Anna, was it like, that's it? That's the love of my life? You know what? When we first got together, we were 12. So I don't even <laughs> understand. I don't, yeah. I don't think we understand the love behind that. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> it was more of like playground boyfriend okay. and girlfriend. Sure. You know, she has a story that she'll tell of me uh, saying how tough I was. <laughs> but I was not. I, I was always the guy that sat in the back and processed everything. I always had to be a processor. Yeah, yeah. But... Uh, yeah. So she's your inspiration and she's she the is. reason that you're such a positive, happy person. So tell us, what is it that you do at CNG and how long you've worked here? I've been here. Um, so I'm the training coordinator for CNG. Okay. I've been here for 12 plus, uh, 12, 12 years, 12 and a half years or so. You know, I don't want to get down to a date, but yep. I've been here for a, a, a while, a, a while, a while. And, and so I remember when I was here for one of our owner meetings on the Lexington campus, you were standing outside the door of the meeting and you were playing music and ringing bells and you were getting everybody, trying to get everybody in an energized mood. Where did that energy, I know, I know Anna's your inspiration, but have you always been like that? I have honestly always been high energy. Yeah. You know, I, I, I owe it all to my faith mm -hmm. pretty much because I'm, I'm a guy that I, when I wake up in the morning, I'm thankful for just waking up. You know, so to see everybody come in when I'm pumping up yep. with that very cool fanny pack yeah, that I got with those two cool. subwoofers on there. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like the man. Fanny packs are in. You you have made the fanny pack cool. <laughs> yeah. So so Charles, tell me about your life growing up. Like it, I, I know times weren't always great mm -hmm. for you as they are today. 
So when you were we when you were a young child, um, did you have this positivity to you? You know, uh, I did not. I actually lived the opposite of what I live now. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, my mother gave me up at three years old um, to alcohol, uh, alcoholism. I've I've grown to where I can ask her about it. Uh, that was probably the the reason why I didn't I didn't start drinking until I was like 35 because I was scared that uh, I would end up like my mother or my uncles and things like that on that side. Um, but it has truly been a blessing for me to see the the struggle that I've seen. Um, I remember not knowing where I'm going to lay my head. You know, I walk the streets a lot, you know, I, as I, a young boy, yes, as a young boy, you know, and that really took a toll on me. Honestly, it, it hardened my heart. So the heart that you see now, I never had back then. I couldn't have a conscience because if I didn't hustle, I didn't eat. So when you're in the streets and things like that, that is a, that is something that you're not allowed to do, or you're not allowed to have. You're not allowed to have that heart for emotions or anything like that. We had, um, you know, either I'm going to make my money or I'm not going to eat tonight, you know? So it was, it was most definitely a total different change, uh, within my life when my wife had come about, you know? So did, when, when you when you were given up at three years old, where did you go? Who, who uh, my father, you? my father stepped in and did the best that he can do. You know, I used to say that he was never there for me, but as an as an adult, he did the best that he can do. Mm-hmm. Um, just last year, just last year, I had asked him because he's never spoke about. Now I moved my father in, even though he to was your not house. yes into my home, and even though that he was not there for me, uh, he did the best that he could. And I say that to correct him, not you know me saying that he's never was there because it's very hard to say that a kid at that age, didn't have anyone, you know, you have someone. Um, but to be raised by a father that didn't really like his father, because his father, I found out last year, was never there for him. And I noticed that when I asked the question, his his attitude had kind of changed. And he said that he was never there for me. That's why I don't talk about him. And I said, enough said, because in my right mind and seeing life for what it is, I see that it still hurts. There's, there's wounds that we, either you heal them or they stay with you, you know, and I've healed a lot of wounds, you know, uh, through him apologizing a couple years back, you know, for not being, for not being the father that I needed at that time, mm-hmm. uh, being more of a friend than anything. Um, but what I tell him, he doesn't have to feel bad or less than because his absence within my world made me the man that I am today. Yeah. And that's how I look at all of my, I guess they would be considered struggles. Yes. But I don't see them as struggles. That was just a part in my life that was a small story that made me who I am today. Yeah, it's so true. Like what our experiences are when we're young kind of shape us into who we are as an yes. adult. But it would have been so easy for you two to go off on a different road, a darker yes. road. And so the fact that you were able to heal, mm-hmm. you know, th- those wounds from your childhood, because we all have them in one form or another. Yes. Uh, maybe not living on the street, but that feeling of not being worthy or not you know, cared, not, not cared for, abandoned. Mm-hmm. So, what what allowed you to heal those wounds? You know, I don't know. Um, it was far from when I was a believer because I I didn't grow up a believer. I didn't grow up in church. I didn't even think that there was a God. There was no such thing. So 
this belief and this faith, it's because I was shown that the father that I was always looking for, he has always been there for me because there's, there's, there's positions and there is certain things that I've been through in life that I shouldn't be sitting here talking to you today. And that's why I take every opportunity to the fullest because I'm like, I was that little project kid that I used to say, I'm not going to see 18. I never thought that I was going to wow. see 18 because yeah. the way that we lived, you know, being a part of an organization, uh, which is labeled as a gang. Um, I did at 16 years old, I was looking at 10 to 40 to life, which really opened my eyes. Um, but through all of what I've done and what I've been through, I had a lot of time to sit and process life. Mm -hmm. Life is so precious. And then I realized that I am in control of everything. That's actually when I realized that my words and everything that I did, it was all up to me because I blamed a lot of stuff on my father and my mother for not being together and not being parents that I thought they they would be. Yeah, and it, it's easy to, to, to forget that our parents were little kids and people too. It is. It and truly how, is. And how they were treated and what what shaped their life into yes. who who they became. Mm -hmm. And I I'm a believer like you, Charles, that you know we get the experiences maybe not that we want to have but that we need to have to shape us into who we are. That is perfect, and that is true. And we may not know it at that time. Yes. But it truly helps us in the future. Yeah, it, it, it truly does, even though the future is not guaranteed, but we right. do grab a lot from our past that helps us in the future. So when you think about your future mm -hmm. and kind of where do you want your life to be 10, 20 years from now, do you have a vision of, of what that looks like for you? You know, I really don't. I don't have a vision because the future is not guaranteed. Mm -hmm. I live for the moment. And right now, my life right now is it is it is amazing. It is great. You know, I had a son just uh, for my birthday uh, in May. He just graduated from college. You know, I am so proud in that. He graduated from college, started his career, and doing phenomenal. And what, can you tell us his name? Uh, his name is Keandre. Keandre. Yeah, his name is Keandre. He's 22. He stays out at Finley. He's got a little apartment downtown. And he is truly, he makes me proud every day. And yeah. I tell him that. And that then is my, awesome. Yeah, and then my baby boy, he works here for our company and films four. Mm -hmm. uh, him and his wife, they're they're gonna have a baby. They're like nine weeks pregnant, so oh, I'm gonna be a pop pop. Wow, wow! <laughs> first one, right? First grandchild. First one. Oh first my one. gosh, you are gonna spoil that one. Oh yes, I have already got plans for a <laughs> playground in the front yard and trying to figure out everything. Yeah, I yeah. I'm so I'm I'm so head over heels, you know, like to truly. To truly be raised how I was raised, which was to the best of the ability of my parents. Yeah. To be able to be that father that I always wanted to be mm -hmm. and bleed into my kids to let them understand who they are and to accept them for who they are mm -hmm. and not worry about the world has been an amazing job as a father for me. But mm -hmm. I've just been in love with, with my kids and just how everything is right now, you know? Yeah. My wife, I mean, she has no more health issues, you know? She's still as crazy as ever, but she's married <laughs> to me, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It takes a lot to tame this down, so. Oh, oh I have, I have <laughs> no doubt about that. <laughs> I have no doubt about that. So, Charles, I know you, you're a live-in-the-moment guy, and I think that that's what makes you so real and so authentic and, and really gives you that ability to connect with people. 
So what what do you and Anna like to do together? What are your hobbies or? You know, I will tell you. So we went to D.C. the last couple of days just to go and see the history. Yeah. But we took Monday and Tuesday off just to have time for self. Yep. I'm not even though I'm a people's person, crowds and things like that. It gets my anxiety up, you yeah, know? Yeah. So uh, my home is my serenity, you know? Yeah. So I, you know, I just enjoy holding her. We we hold yeah. each other and, and just watch a movie or yeah. she loves fires. Yeah. So we go out there and have a fire. But, you know, we have been blessed to have the land and just we've been blessed to just have that time with each other because we really realize that time is so short. So it's nothing that, you know, we're going on our first ever cruise in October. Really? Where are you going? Uh, we're going to Mexico and uh, we're going to a couple of different places, uh, but it's a seven day cruise. And this will be our first one, first vacation alone, because we believe, wow. yeah, we believe in making those memories with our kids. Sure. So our kids went everywhere with us. So this will be our first one. And this will be our, so we're going to renew our vows too. It's our 23rd anniversary this year. So we've been together for 23 years, in total probably 28, 29 years. And I'm only 41. I'm like, we've been together longer than what I've been living, you know? So it is truly amazing. So just to have that quiet time, yeah, that is it. We're very simple, very, very simple and very thankful. Yeah, I, I think it's such a, it's such a blessing for you, um, Charles, given how you grew up to find your soulmate and to have someone that brings you so much joy mm -hmm. and peace and, you know, really enriches your life. Yes. I think that's amazing. Yes. So, so Charles, how do you get involved in your community? If I, um, right now I'm reaching out to a buddy of mine that is uh, heavily involved into Mansfield community. I spend my time trying to figure out where I can give back to the youth yes. because they are our future. They are. So I share my testimony and I share my story with anyone that'll listen so I go to juvenile detention centers. I go to Ontario school. I stay on the outskirts of Ontario and all my kids go there. Um, but I've spoken to almost every eighth grade class, uh, giving testimony and really telling them how great they are. Because like me, it's very hard to know how it is in the background of things. Most yeah. people don't understand uh, like what we're doing here. Most people don't understand that we all have a story. And most people don't understand that this younger youth are going through so much, the mental health for them. It yeah. is so scary. And, and just the way of the world, I try to get people and I bleed into, and they've allowed me to bleed into them and tell them how great they are and the individuals they are, no matter what they choose or whatever it is. But I let them know and I try to inspire them and let them know that they're truly loved. And I try not to preach, yep, but yep. I'm like, I am so driven by God that I know that you're destined to be great. Wow. Wow. You know, that so is... I get that opportunity. And I and I I've seen some of the people that I talk to actually come in here and mm -hmm. they come in here and they they work here and they're like, I remember you back when this and that. And you know, once we get those those people that come, like we had four buses that come to the company mm -hmm. to see it. And I can use that platform after we're talking about what goes on here and things like that. But I use that platform, you know, my platform that y'all had given me to really bleed into how great they are and how great they can be here, but just in life in general. Yeah, I, I think it's so important to 
try to encourage people and lift them up. You know, I can remember even from when I was a little girl, one of my teachers telling me, you know, Kathy, I see something in you. Mm-hmm. And and to, for me to remember at my age comments like that, that yes. those words of encouragement to someone who's really struggling or feels like, you know, no one ever pays attention to me or sees anything special. Yes. The more you can pull that out in someone. I mean, that, yes. that is amazing work, Charles. Yes. And, and you know what? I give, I give all glory to God. It is not of me. But when it comes to individuals and us in general and people, just to let people know that accept you for you. Don't worry about the world. That's you it. are truly loved. And even if you're not getting it behind closed doors, I love you. I care for you. I just want to be able to spread that joy and happiness because of the world. The way of the world is just... It's so needed right it, now. It is. It's, it's, it's based off of hate and division. That's why I don't have no social media. And I don't really, I don't watch the news in my home. Yeah. You know? I, I don't watch the news either <laughs> just, because it's too depressing. So. It, it most definitely is. Yeah. So therefore, in my little bubble in my world, it's like, I'm good. You know, I found out something the judges things like, oh, my goodness, I didn't know that that was happening. You know, yeah. like, and my kids, my daughter, she's 17. Yeah. Her name's Layla. She's going she, into her senior year. Love her. But she, she is me through and through. And she's <laughs> like, Dad, this is what's going on in the world. Did you not know about this? You need social media. You yeah. know, no, I think I'm doing I just said, fine without I'm it. Good. Yeah. I said, as long as I can control my peace and my bubble, I, I'm good. Because with me controlling my peace, as long as we have people that are like-minded, like yourself, we, even if you wasn't in the position that you're in, okay, mm-hmm. I can still see your heart and your passion for people. That's what keeps me here. That's what keeps me doing what I do because I know you have the same love that I have, mm. you know, and it gets any job, it gets it gets crazy. It it's does. a roller coaster. It does, yes. But when we get down to the bare bones of things, yeah, we still love people. We do. And that yes. is all that matters. You yeah. know, I tell people all the time, I don't care about, you know, status, money. I don't care about none of that. I honestly don't. I tell people I just make broke look real good. So don't <laughs> don't, don't don't worry about anything, you know? <laughs> All right. Well, Charles, this this has been amazing. Yes. Um, before we wrap up, I want to turn the table and give you an opportunity to ask me any question you want to ask me. You know what? There's no question I want to ask because I already know you for who you are. Oh, that's sweet. You know, thank you. You show your heart out there on videos. You show your heart when you have those conversations and even your team. The people that you surround yourself with, I know why you surround yourself with. You know, that is your peace. That is your structure. And I love that. I mm. love seeing that. And and that's what I have here. I have yeah. a lot of people that I can lean on and things like that when I'm having those rough days or even when I'm not saying anything. People can say, hey, you good? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm good. But you know what? You you are the most transparent person I know. One of most transparent yeah. people I know. Oh, well, Charles, thank you so much for that. I, I just can't tell you how great this has been to spend some time with you. And mm-hmm. Charles Marlowe, you inspire me. Thank you. Thank you so much.